Control-Alt-Delete with Miss Joel. Navigating your way through the social, local, and mobile tech talk on show 97.7. At exactly 7.12. Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Terry. How are you? I'm okay, thanks. I'm uh, glad to talk to you this morning as I always am because uh, the uh, topic that you wanted to talk about, I was sure going to ask you about because when I read (laughs) this last week, I thought, what are we, uh, we paint things with mushrooms now? What is this non-fungible uh, token business? It, it, it all started when I, I read the uh, Rolling Stone story about the Kings of Leon uh, releasing a new album, and uh, uh, to pay for it, you have to use some kind of magic token. Do tell. What is going on here? Okay. Well, we got to be able to separate the token <laughs> from what the asset is. Okay. So we... We very suddenly entered this world of NFT, which is a word you may be seeing now everywhere in the media. There has been a handful of stories literally in the past week and a half, and NFT stands for non-fungible token. So technology, as we know, is never good at naming things. Case in point, blog, case in point, podcast, all bad words. And a non-fungible token simply means this. We live in a world right now where if I send you an MP3 file or a picture, I don't really send you a copy. You have an, as an original version as I have because there is no degradation as we pass on a version of something on the internet. Now, this creates a model, obviously, of scarcity where everybody can have the same perfect, call it an image at this point. And what they've done is they've leveraged technology that we've had for a while called the blockchain, which is a ledger. So imagine it being a very a database that everybody can see and that there can only be one entry in each part of the ledger. I'm, ta- I'm talking about this in very specific and simple terms. So if technologists hear this, don't dump on me. I'm trying to make it simple for everybody. And what they do now is they're able to assign to this blockchain, to this ledger, an asset. So it could be a picture, it could be a file, it could be literally anything digital. And so now we're able to go from abundance where all of us have a version of this to only having one that is traceable and trackable over time and how it's passed based on this blockchain technology. And so the latest craze has been the the development of things like art, uh, virtual trading cards, video clips, even Jack Dorsey's first tweet. And because they are scarce, meaning only one exists or maybe a small limited series exists, as you can imagine in the collectible world, the price goes cuckoo. Now you might think, okay, well that sounds weird and crazy, but we are in a world right now where literally in the past few weeks, Grimes, who is Elon Musk's wife and also a famed musician, has sold over $6 million worth of digital art as an NFT, as a non-fungible token. Jack Dorsey actually minted, which has created an NFT for his first tweet, and he put it up for auction, and the current bid for that is $2.5 million. As you said, bands like Kings of Leon and Our Lady Peace are adding in these special components to their new albums or concerts to get people engaged, connected, create this sense of scarcity. And it goes on and on. There is art that has now been put up on Christie's, the famous uh, auction house, and and on and on. Literally in the past couple of weeks, this this thing, which has been around for a couple of years, has completely exploded into the public zeitgeist. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I mean, I-, I don't understand any of it because... If if Jack Dorsey wants to sell his original tweet, right? Mm-hmm. If if I go into an art gallery and I and I I buy a piece, I, I buy a painting. 
and I take that painting home and I hang it up. So now, if if I I want to bid on Jack Dorsey's original tweet, now is, is that in a frame? So so it is not in a frame. You you acquire a piece of code that points to this ledger, saying this is the only piece of code that exists for this tweet. So let me reframe it in terms of the painting. You have the Mona Lisa in your home. Mm-hmm. I can I can simply buy a postcard of it or look at it online. Right. But you actually have the original. Right. Now you might say I have it in my home. Like right. I collect comic books. I'm a big nerd. Okay. Mine are in bags or in slabs, and they're in a cupboard. I don't really look at them. I just okay. have them. <laughs> so so if if I buy Jack Dorsey's original tweet, I I'd be able to show you the this series of this code. Or or the tweet and go, I own this. This is mine. Okay. <laughs> but but it but but if we zoom out, Terry, it does make sense, right? If you think about the digital world, everything didn't have anything about it that made it scarce, that made it unique, right. and that if we can actually take things like uh, a package for a tour, a specific ticket that right. you can verify is yours, this does make our world much more fascinating. Like a band like Our Lady Peace could, in theory create 50 versions exclusive of an album mm-hmm. and you have the exclusive album just like you would with red vinyl right the difference is it's virtual versus physical okay so kings of leon are the first band to release an album that i can buy with a token yeah so they're doing something a little bit different they're doing things like providing a special album package uh, a second type is going to be a live show perks like front row seats for life. And a third type that they're looking at doing is just an exclusive audio visual piece of art. So again, very, very exclusive, very limited, only for the very few fr- fans that could afford to pay for it. But they have this asset. And in theory, like let's say they do sell this thing of, um, of front row tickets for life. And the value of it goes up over time. In theory, they could sell that to someone else, the person who bought it, and they will make money off of it just like you would on a collectible. Okay. So the Kings of Leon album that that I would buy may not be the same album that somebody else would buy? Correct. Or it might have different artwork. It might have different songs on it. It might have stuff that's completely exclusive to the person who bought that one specific version. They will release a regular version for Uh quote-unquote everybody, but they are doing it. It's almost like VIP packages at a concert. Okay. Now, like everything else, you know, digital, technical that I ask you about, how far away are we from this being like a normal way to do business? I think we are very well on our way because if you go back not too far in time, many of us have bought video games and then within the video games paid money to have a different type of character, a different type of weapon, a different type of level. So we're already accustomed to paying for things this way. And right. I you know you could even stream it out a little bit more and go, you don't really get physical money when you work. You don't get a check anymore. You don't get cash. It's zeros and ones in a right. bank account that moves right. around. So we could get very esoteric here and go, it's been happening for a long time. The difference now is that we could look at things on the internet or things digital and actually be able to sign it a specific internet intellectual property to it, which is very interesting. Yeah, people still wonder why I have cash on me. Um, <laughs> so so it, this is like when when you go to download a, a, a quote-unquote free game on your phone, and then it you have you need tokens to continue to play with that game. Well, Same or you're adding... Sp- 
Yeah, or you're adding special type of weapon or special type of clothes. You're trying to make your character unique. It's that aspect of it where we've already done that forever. Okay. And now we're just moving it to where this these these digital goods will have their own uniqueness to them. And by the way, this is they're do like if you go check out NBA Top Shot, it's mm-hmm. a really great example of this. It's okay. it's a, a little video GIF, but it's packaged as a virtual trading card like the old school playing cards and some of these are going for two hundred thousand dollars two hundred thousand dollars yeah lebron james dunking video clip went for over two hundred thousand dollars us on that so now mitch these are people that are playing at another level right these these are people who not only understand this new world but also have two hundred thousand dollars to spend on this kind of stuff there's no doubt that right now there's a bit of a land grab where okay. people are trying to be the first in. And as my friend Jeremiah Ouyang says, who's a very smart Silicon Valley analyst, it's not really what the first person pays, it's what the second person pays that's going <laughs> to define the value of Got it, <laughs> which is very true. But I will tell you that not all NFTs are being auctioned at Christie's. Okay. And the ability for us to go in now as regular consumers, let's call us, right. and be able to support an artist and buy something, a song, a picture, a painting, whatever it is digitally, is a very compelling story. If you think about how artists have used things like YouTube memberships and Patreon and other platforms to get people engaged with them. So it all of this makes sense, and I want to put the sense in versus the chaos of people spending $3 million on something at Christie's that is a picture online. Gotcha. Okay. I'm still a little bit confused, but I'm 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 following along more than I was before I said good morning to you. So that's a good thing. It's early in the morning on Monday. Right. I can't blame okay. anything here. <laughs> All right. What's your app of the week? <laughs> well, let's make it crazier. Okay. I was uh, invited by a company called Rally.io to create a creator coin, which okay. is essentially my own version of cryptocurrency. Okay. And you, you get to name it at three to five characters. So mine is the dollar sign instead of the hashtags. It's the mm-hmm. dollar sign. And mine's right, R-W-I-T-E. You mm-hmm. better be able to spell that word. Okay. And the idea here is that hopefully I can build some kind of economy around the writing world, which is what I do for a living. So if you're a writer and I want to support you, I could send you some of these tokens. If you if I if you comment on one of my articles, I could send you some tokens. So if people are curious about crypto but don't want to go crazy and just want to sort of play around with it for fun, okay. you can go to rally.io, sign up for free, send me a tweet, and I will send you some free coin, which is actually oh. worth real money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um what what's the site again? Rally R A L L Y dot I O and just okay. look for my creator coin, which is again just the word write as in you're writing with a pen. Okay. Um all right. Uh wish you luck with that, uh, uh Mitch. I'm gonna uh, check it out after nine o'clock and <laughs> and see if I can understand it a little bit more. Okay. I'm gonna send you some coin, Terry. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks, Mitch. <laughs> Take care. <laughs>